0: This is the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast, real talk about the voiceover industry with your hosts, Linda Bruno and JJ Wilson.
1: Welcome back to the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Yay, it says it's recording, JJ. I'm good.
0: Oh hi. hi! So this time you can see me? Yeah, I, well I could see you before. I just couldn't record you. You could. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know right. that I was showing pictures in the last podcast that we were. I know.
1: We yeah. I know. No. It <laughs> is Picture it is.
0: the monster, and uh, yeah.
1: Look, technical things can happen to
0: any of us. That's that's that is correct. Right. That is good. As long as they don't happen during a session, like a power outage.
1: Have you ever? And this has happened to me. Yes,
0: I have. Thanks a, <laughs> for asking.
1: In a session, like, like it's only happened maybe a handful of times, where I forget to hit record.
0: Oh golly, I yeah. did that yesterday. <laughs> no, but I'm saying a it's a
1: but a live coach session.
0: Oh <laughs> no, that I haven't done. <laughs> that, no, I I must admit I haven't done. I that. mean, it hasn't well,
1: gone that far, but maybe I have. <laughs> Then yeah, I, maybe I, have. I delicately start recording.
0: Yes, yes. Now you, And then I always say, you just want the last takes, right? <laughs> <laughs> good, because the first ones ain't here.
1: <laughs> so welcome back. This is the Voiceover Guru's podcast. On the last podcast, we were discussing uh, the topic about what to do during a session, a live session. That's a live session. Also the
0: rules, the do's, the on don'ts. On camera, the, yeah. The be nice, the look nice, the sound good. The uh, agreeing and making it a game where you please the client as quickly as possible.
1: Right. And then we started thinking about some of the crappy things that have happened (laughs) during sessions (laughs) and thought we would discuss that. (laughs) So, real quick, one of my clients told me that they had a talent come into the studio and she brought spirit sticks with her.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, did you say spirit sticks?
1: Spirit sticks.
0: Well, I know what I'm making you for Christmas now.
1: (laughs) And it was these two sticks. I guess it's kind of like taking Sage. She needed to clear the studio of any negative energy. Well,
0: sometimes that happens to me, but I just opened the door.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She wanted to clear the studio of any negative energy before she started voicing. Needless to say, I don't think she was hired back.
0: Did you ever, in the old days, when we used to go to the studios in the middle of a session and fart, and it smelled horrible, and then the writer decided to come in to make changes? That happened to me once. And he walked in and he went, whoa, we'll leave the script like it was. Anyway. Oh, damn. You could knock a... Oh, It's classic. It's
1: classic. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. that's
0: that's really good advice. Don't fart in the studio if you're out at somebody else's.
1: Oh, that's a good that's a good JJ tip.
0: Yeah, that is a good tip. Yeah, (laughs) If you give me a few minutes, I can actually. Well, never mind.
1: Now, what about I know that I've had um, spirit sticks, spirit sticks. Yes, I've had in the past, if I have any kind of nasal issue and I'm in a live session and then all of a sudden something catches the back of my throat and I start coughing profusely. Boy, does that annoy a client? And you can't do anything about it. No. Because you're like,
0: uh, uh, meh,
1: uh,, you're like choking. <laughs> and they're getting. And then your voice
0: doesn't sound the same for the next 10 minutes either. <laughs> right. ah, There's nothing stuck in my throat. No, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh.
1: But that is the human yeah. body uh, passing gas and uh, getting something stuck oh, in I, your Oh, I don't.
0: I don't pass gas. <laughs>
1: yeah. So did you have Have you it ever build. had any really bad sessions? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you said that really quickly. Yep. So what was it about yep. it that made it bad?
0: Well, uh, this was kind of recent. It was about six months ago, and uh, I booked a job through an agent and an agent that knows me very well and has worked with me for years. And the clients, um, there was too many of them on the phone, and uh, it was a very long session and. There was a a, a real language barrier. I was really having trouble understanding. Um, And I, you know, as I say, I listened very carefully to everything they want. And I read it the first time all the way through. And he said, that was three minutes. I need it in two and a half. And I said, okay. And I read it in two minutes and 29 and a half seconds. And I said, better? And he said, yeah. And then we did this. And he said, let's do the last line a few times, more feeling. And then we were done. And he wrote my agent a letter that you wouldn't even imagine. Yeah. He was unprofessional. I couldn't get him to where he needed to be. Even my my secretary was able to read this in two minutes.
1: That's crazy. And I said
0: he never said anything about two minutes.
1: Yeah, two and a half. You know,
0: I was I was crushed.
1: Yeah. I remember because
0: I I never go and my agent said they wanted somebody else they just when i got to the client they decided they didn't want you and by doing this they can pay you half rate and that's it the that's
1: went, just so tacky yeah, though but
0: i said can i give him a call he said don't do that yeah no, no don't don't,
1: <laughs> don't call JJ. please let G-G. me call him
0: please <laughs> let me call him i'll be really nice
1: <laughs> no that's a big no no man that
0: hurt yeah i'm that's sure it really hurt he lied through his teeth i'm sure just to save 150 bucks that's painful uh so that 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 was one of them. Yeah.
1: Uh, here's a don't don't try to rewrite the copy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs>
1: don't don't make suggestions. You may think that you're like brilliant, you know, <laughs> but you're not. You're a trained monkey. They've paid you for a voiceover. <clears throat> unless you have a history of being a copywriter they know this of you you've worked at an ad agency you get you know you have the background but as a regular voice talent that doesn't have any real background knowledge in that do not don't <laughs> just don't
0: <laughs> just <clears throat> don't. Yeah. No, because that upsets them. Yeah. And then they get angry and they because no, don't. Because imagine
1: do you spent all this time writing something and you poured your heart into it because it's your job and it's been reviewed by all these people, all the hierarchy, in addition to legal, if it's, you know, there's, if it's medical, oh Lord, yeah. it goes through so many reviews. Yes. And now yes. you're going to step in and go, I think it might sound better if <laughs>
0: you yeah. switch the Let, Let's change hemorrhoids to anal itch. <laughs> no, let's not. But, but the thing is, you know, they've, they've worked on it for, for all this time and, and probably uh, in, in my years of experience, the writer writes the spot and it's really good. And then it starts getting passed around for approval. And by the time he gets it back, it's like the telephone game. It's been changed. It doesn't look anything like it used to. It's not funny anymore. Right. And I hear that from writers so often. They say, just do the best you can with it. It used to be funny. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And I feel bad for them because they, you know, they've really got to go through the ringer just like we do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. With it. And... uh, so, yeah, you do the best you can. But you're, you're so right. Please don't say, gee, this copy sucks. Um, let me, um, yeah, we'll be seeing you again. Never.
1: Well, there, there are times I've had some students come in and they're very cerebral, so they're picking apart a script that we're just practicing. And, right. well, I wouldn't normally say this or this word shouldn't be here grammatically. It's not correct. And I'm like, you need to turn your brain off. And yeah. you need to make it work with what you're given. You cannot change any of those other elements. Right. And and some people can't get around that. They're like, well, no, I just, it sounds odd if I say it like that. And it's like, well, the beauty of being a voice actor and getting paid is that you make it sound great.
0: Yep. No matter exactly. what you're reading. Exactly. I was just going to say something about that.
1: A, a don't, a me. tip, a don't.
0: Oh yeah. If if, if before you actually start the session and you've read the copy over, if there's a word you don't know how to pronounce or understand or have never seen before in your lifetime, or you know the, the the client's name has an ei in it instead of an ie, yeah, always ask. Is it we or why? You know, <laughs> yeah. always get these things cleared up before you start because the first take may be the keeper.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. But not
0: if you get the client's name wrong, which is going to make them angry. And first of all, that you didn't <laughs> ask. Right. Of course, they should have told you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm finding a lot of agents are doing that lately. You know, they send you copy with with all these. Medical terms in it. Would it be so hard to just phonetically spell them out?
1: No, you have to I do it half yourself. I spent an hour
0: on you and Google, going, "How do you say anal leakage?" Right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. It's. Be, I, I think it's more
1: become the talent's job now from the. Yeah, it has. From the it audition has. process, because I don't yes. get pronunciations for a lot of things. Oh no,
0: I don't either. I don't either. Right. No. No. So. so it's it's you 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 know some of these auditions can take more than a half an hour. Mm-hmm. And you do five of them a day. That's two and a half hours of your day just looking up words.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so like, like JJ is saying, you know, do you do your homework, but also have your list of questions before you start the session. Exactly. So that way also they'll realize that you're interested because you want to try to give the best possible product.
0: Right. And, and that you're very familiar with the copy, and that's already going to put them at ease.
1: Right, well, exactly. As soon as they
0: say hello and you start asking questions, about what they've written, they're gonna go, okay, this guy's done his homework, this lady has done her homework, Mm -hmm. and this is gonna be okay. And that means a lot in the beginning of a session, because if it starts off negatively, it's gonna keep going that way. Right, (laughs) it's true. It it really is, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a good way to start. Just get a good vibe as soon as you possibly can. Right. You know, I usually try and make them laugh if I feel it's appropriate.
1: You feel it you out. You know,
0: if they're, you know, hi, I'm, I'm in a, I, I don't am do that then. I just say, yes, sir, ma'am. Yeah, no, ma'am.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sure, ma'am. sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Another, yeah, sure.
1: Another <laughs> thing to think about, too, because um, we all, you're going to have nerves. If you don't have nerves before your first session or even your 100th session, you have to have some butterflies, some, a little bit of anxiety there wondering, okay, I want to do a good job and I want to make sure that I, my voice doesn't crack and that I sound professional and that I handle this well. But that those nerves, you have to try to get yourself in a nice, calm place. For me, I just read the script out loud and it calms me down. Yes. Because it's like I yes. take away the whatever mystery I've, you know, created in my head of what I should be sounding like. <laughs> and then I just start reading it. And then the client starts hearing it before we even start. And they go, oh, OK, great. Yeah, you're already on the right track.
0: yep. And, yep. and then I get a little Absolutely. confidence from
1: that, like, OK, good.
0: Good. okay we're on the right track it's I, i'm gonna make it i'm not going to die during this session <laughs> right which i have thought on several <laughs> occasions for people with anxiety disorder it can be a nightmare oh yeah oh i mean it's just i don't sleep i sweat and you know sometimes i've i'd said janine come in and sit down with me just so i know you're here and you know it's just like why yeah <laughs> you know it's just it's all up here but
1: I'm telling you, you won't listen to the song. Leanne Womack, (laughs) I hope you dance. You told me you won't listen to my song.
0: Which song? What song? Okay,
1: that song, I I Hope You Dance from Leanne Womack. I told you the story, I think I did on a podcast, where I had this session in the city. It was a big one. I think it was for like AT&T. And I'm waiting outside of there. And they, they open up the studio door and I can see a bunch of producers are in there. And I am so nervous, because I'm probably within my first three to four years of being in New York. So I have my little iPod and my headphones, and I just kept playing that song over and over again, because it's very motivating about how, you know, if you get a chance, I hope you dance, as opposed to chickening out.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. See, I always listen to Bad Company because of all the people in the room. (laughs) Bad
1: Company. (laughs) So one of the things... There was another
0: session... Yes. (laughs) I remember, gosh, this must have been 25 years ago. They, it was a TV spot, and I had to read, I forget what the circumstances were, but there were wires everywhere. They put a monitor on the stool next to me over here (laughs) when the microphone and the script were over here. So I'm looking back and forth. My neck's starting to hurt. They're over-directing to death. It, It wasn't shot well, so I couldn't see their mouths move. I was trying to sync with them. Okay. And I, <coughs> I don't know, I must have had a bad day or something. I don't know. I, I, I just, I got fed up. You couldn't. We were there for like two hours to do a 30 second spot. Oh. And it was just, it wasn't going anywhere. And I finally looked at them and I said, I'm sorry, but when you get your shit together, give me a call.
1: Oh, wow.
0: And that is the only time I've ever left a session. I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I was, wow. I was going out of my mind. When was when it this? Was so, uh, 25 years ago. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, I I never did that again. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never did that again. I was only ever late for one session. I got called, do you remember Jay Stevens?
1: The name sounds familiar.
0: But... Yeah, Jay Stevens Productions. Wonderful man. <clears throat> Absolutely wonderful man. And, uh, uh, curmudgeony, uh, a great talent, uh, both on mic and off uh, recording. But I was always, he reminded me of my, my uh, uh, grade school principal. And when I walked in the room, I, I straightened up a little bit because <laughs> I was actually afraid of this man. You know, I was, yeah. I really respected him and I wanted him to like me and he helped my career greatly. But um, he called one day and I picked up the phone and I said, you coming in to do this session? And I looked at my watch and it was like eight minutes to go and i was 30 minutes away and i went yep oh. stuck in traffic stuck in traffic oh you know miami beach it was okay oh, so he gosh, believed yeah. me in. But,
1: uh-huh.
0: yeah but what a terrible feeling that is
1: that's awful
0: to be just oh my god clients are sitting there and i walk in late and uh, yeah yeah yeah
1: i but, for sessions yeah i make sure i'm never late for that i will show up a half hour early just oh
0: absolutely i'll go sit absolutely. out
1: and, you know drink a coffee yeah. or something just so i know i'm in the area auditions different story I do kind of cut that a little close. But yeah. I also know, too, that if I get stuck, like this was back when we were going into the city, the train is late or whatever, I can call my agent and say, hey, can you let the casting director know? And then they're right. cool with it. They shuffle it around. But for a session... because
0: right. they understand. Yeah, no, no.
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> no, no. Take the earlier train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, but I for agree.
1: casting directors, too, you know, in a live situation, if you are late for a casting director, you can consider yourself done. Oh, yeah. They are so regimented because they have to get their things done that if you are disrespectful of their time they will just never ask for you again and it's it's a simple just having some manners (laughs) can take you a long way
0: (laughs) and and sometimes on the part of the casting director because there was a casting I went to in Miami again a hundred years ago I think Charlotte was three and Johnny was five my two kids and I had full custody so they went everywhere with me um but we were sitting in the casting director's office and another lady had brought her kid and it wasn't for a kid's audition it was for the grown-ups
1: right but you had to bring your kids
0: my my kids were you know they were well trained at shutting up Mm -hmm. when daddy's in the casting room or doing a voiceover because that's how they grew up but this lady's kid was just screaming and yelling and making noise and the casting director looked came out and looked at me and said keep your children quiet Oof. and i stood up and i said my children aren't making the noise be sure you know who is before you yell at me Ooh. and then so she looked at the other one and she said oh i'm sorry and i said you know i'm respectful i've been coming here for years right. never giving you a problem and so yeah it's sometimes it's hard to hold your tongue
1: I had one most recently, probably within the last two years, it was a casting session in the city. And it was in this building that has a ton of places to either rehearse for singers, you know, coaches rent spaces there. And so casting directors do as well. So they're all on this one Mm -hmm. floor, the casting directors are. But there's no signs. There's so many doors and there's no signs. And so I'm looking and I'm turning and I'm looking. I don't even see people. Usually there's some women waiting so I know. Okay, let me go over here. There's no right. sign-in sheet, so that I kind of for
0: the, the AA meeting you were waiting. <laughs> <right? on. laughs>
1: yeah. So I pop my head in to this one studio, and I go, "Hey, I go is this the audition for Target?" And the casting director looked at me, and he goes, "Yes, close the door." And he was the only one. by, he was by himself. Okay.
0: Oh. And I he's was very busy.
1: I was like, "You are such an." <laughs> and I I sat out there and I was like my God so then I go in to do the audition so the guys already pissy pants to begin with and I'm annoyed and I stupidly say something after I finish my audition I say I self critique so let's say I said you know coming you know uh five ninety nine only at Target uh you know maybe I should try to you know if you hadn't spoken I would have had a perfect take but you spoke and I'm like oh my god so yeah. even though you know you can go in and splice and all that stuff all right just did it again and i got my butt out of there and i was like i really yeah. don't ever why why do you have to be so nasty yeah. you know you're having a bad day but my god you know at least in that world talent can get treated a little bit like cattle dog meat yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i mean and it's not like it was a cattle call this is a you know a reputable agent sent me <laughs> it wasn't right, right you know but bad some a little respect maybe? just a just little a little yeah
0: there's no some are um and some really aren't they just <laughs> you know it's not like having a real job where you know your your boss will say oh linda i need to see you in my office in five minutes and You sit down they go you know i've 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 loved working with you um you've never missed a day you've done great things but we're cutting back right now we're going to change people and i just want to wish you well here's a letter of recommendation and thank you and get your stuff and you know i'll see you soon. Yeah. In voiceovers, you, you eat dinner and watch television and see somebody else doing your $100,000 <laughs> yeah. account. And that's how you get fired from those. Yes. <laughs> they don't ever call and go, Oh, thanks so much. It has been great. You're just done.
1: Right. It's over. And it,
0: it, that's why we, we, we talk about you've got to have thick skin. Mm-hmm. Because you, know, you immediately go into panic mode. You, know, you just lost a lot of money and you go okay. You start adding up your bills, right? And you go, oh golly, mm, 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 mm. but what I've found in this business is that when one goes, another one comes, and it, it's just been that way for over thirty years. That, that it will come. I almost. And there are moments where it gets very close.
1: Yeah, I, I, I almost quit the business twice.
0: So, did you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah,
1: this was this was though before I was doing VO full time. I was just auditioning, um, and I wasn't booking much, and I was married, so I had a supplemental form of income, so right. I didn't have to worry so much about making money. But the frustration came because, hey, I wasn't getting any feedback from any casting directors. They'd just say, right. "Thanks for coming in," you know. Yeah. Similar now, the pay to plays, you don't know. Unless you get hired or you get shortlisted, you're like, OK, obviously it wasn't what you wanted. But you don't right. get any performance feedback with your audition. Right. So you don't know what you're doing right or wrong. And it got to the point where I was like, and I said to my ex-husband, I go, I, I'm, I'm going to quit. I remember like vividly we were driving to Jones Beach, which is a big uh, beach out here that they have concerts and shows. We were going to see a show. And I looked over at him and I said, I'm going to quit. I'm done. And he yeah. said to me, he goes, Don't. You just need that one producer to hear you. That'll link to another producer. Blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> the next day, I'm I'm so like disheartened and down on myself. And I go into the city for an audition and I walk in and the casting director's like, Ah, you're number fifty. You're our last <laughs> person. <laughs> fifty. Five oh. So I'm okay. like I'm like, sure. Yeah, get in. And I guess I didn't care. I did not care. I did the That's audition. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. I didn't care. I went home, and then I booked the account. There you go. So, you know, it's like sometimes you have to get to that point of complete release. and you I, go.
0: The point I was, yes. The point I was going to bring up is I used to book a lot of on-camera jobs. while I was doing, I was the king of voiceovers in Florida. Right. And you know why? Because I didn't care if I got it or not. Ah, uh, Yeah. I was making enough money to survive. It was all good. And I knew I was good at that, which in turn would make me, you know, a pretty good candidate for on-camera workers, too, because I had a unique look. I had white hair. Mm-hmm. And I used to book a lot. And it was because I just walked in there. I, I didn't get nervous.
1: Yeah, you didn't I care. Just,
0: I went in and I had fun. But how do you get to that I point?
1: <laughs> it's, it's hard.
0: Uh, it is hard. And even, you know, if you don't have the money... And the, and the other right. income coming in—that's still how you have to approach it. Oh, and it's so difficult. You have—I know. It's so <laughs> but difficult. But you got to throw it all away yeah. and just, you know, this, and that also shows him. You know, he's going to be really easy to work with because he's just yeah. so, you know. He takes direction well, he's not nervous, and he's just great, so fine. I uh, <coughs>
1: That account lasted me like a year and a half. It was awesome. Yeah. So it was yeah. a regional account. Um, one embarrassing, since we're talking about situations, so I go into the city. This was when I was voicing for TLC. I was a network voice. And I had just become the network voice, okay? So I'm going in for my first session, and I'm sitting in the waiting room, and there's this girl across from me. And... The producer comes out and he hands me a script and he hands her a script. And I just see a bunch of lines and she's she's reading. And then he goes, oh, wait. And he switches the scripts. So he gives me her script. (laughs) And apparently she she used to be the voice of TLC. And that's how she was finding out. (laughs) And I was sitting across from her, like, just ready to die. And she went in for the audition because she was there for an audition, actually. And I just I felt terrible, but this is what, you know, it happens. It's painful, but to keep up that you know to have that I don't care attitude, and that's totally what got me that AT and T spot. I didn't care.
0: Yep. Which means you're you're just letting it happen, letting the audition go. You're letting go of yourself, your inhibitions. It's just natural. But I think that that's that's a good way to do it. Is just walk in like you don't care. Think, but of course don't let them know that. Right. You know. But I think the know, casting director really like was mass.
1: just trying to be funny like, "Oh, guess what? You're number 50," as opposed to yeah. going, "Oh, you're number 50." I mean,
0: hey, I would say, "Hey, that's great." <laughs> yeah. I would. I would go, "So the other 49 suck, so here I am.
1: <laughs> you found and your And then voice. I try
0: and wow them and and that's that's, you know, yeah. sometimes I intentionally delay uh, auditions. Do you? Because, you know, if, you, if, they, well, if they like you and you're number three and they put you on the short list, by the time they get to 50, that list is in the garbage can <laughs> and there's four lists since then.
1: But unless they make the decision before, you know, maybe they hear it and then they go, you know what, I don't want to continue. Th-
0: that sometimes happens too. Yes. Yeah, the, the agent will send you a note say, this has been cast. Don't bother. But, Thanks. <laughs>
1: but because some people get tired of that pay-to-play situation and doing casting there and they don't want to deal yes. with it. Right. You know, so they're exactly. like, who do you know? Who do you know, yeah. which, is, which is what's happened here, which is why I'm recommending yes. some students. But, you know, it can be very frustrating. That whole Young casting students. process, though, you need to just, <laughs> you got to have faith in yourself. Thankfully, I had a good support system at the time. Um, I think if I was by myself, I might have quit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because you, you get really, you know, down about a lot of it. And that's
0: normal. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's normal. Yeah.
0: And sometimes you get so, you know, it can be quiet for a couple of days. And then the, the following day you wake up and you got nothing going on again. And, you, you know, you have your egg McMuffin and, and you call Linda and say hi. And then all of a sudden the emails start. Right. And uh, it just doesn't stop till 8 o'clock that night. You come out of the studio and go, oh, my God, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. So I guess the two days off. And that's how I learned to start enjoying the time off.
1: No, it's good. Mm hmm.
0: Because you're appreciating it. it. Yes. Mm hmm. And not worrying quite so much as I still worry about it after this many years. I still, when it gets quiet, I worry and I call you. Oh,
1: I know. <laughs> I worry.
0: Linda, are you getting any calls? You want me to check your beeper? <laughs>
1: <laughs> your beeper. <laughs> well, funny stories. We could go on and on and on. Heaven knows I've got a lot of those.
0: Um, but yeah. yeah. I got to smoke in a studio once. You did? I did. That was an absolutely... I've been working there for 10 years. Never. He, no cigarettes in this studio. Ever. <laughs> anywhere. And I walk in the door and I walk into the studio and Radar O'Reilly is sitting there. Um, I can't think of his real name. I don't
1: know who that is.
0: He's uh, Radar and M.A.S.H.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: and he, according to what I heard, he made, he lives in the Keys. And he invented this fishing thing that made him more money than MASH did. <laughs> but anyway, he is a chain smoker. Really? And I walked in, and there was an ashtray, and he was smoking a cigarette. And I looked at the guy, and the producer, and the, the, the guy said, never. And I went, does this mean I can smoke today? And he said, yeah. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: <laughs> so Radar and I were talking back and forth, smoking cigarettes one after the other and did a bank spot together. <laughs> So you never know. You never know. And then there was a guy who owned a studio who was different. That's a, that's a good word, different. Different. I walked in one day, and he's shooting a gun down the hallway into a Target <laughs> in his studio. <laughs> I walked in, bam, bam, and I started. oh, God. What kind of gun? A real one. Are you serious? Like a, Yeah, like four forty Magnum, something like that. Oh, you know. good Lord. Yeah, and then one day we were shooting arrows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unusual.
1: Unusual sessions. But fun, though. Hey, all you guys get to deal with is being on camera in a Zoom session with somebody. That's right. It's a
0: whole different world for you now, you guys. It really is. Thanks so it much it really for is. joining
1: us, though. This- hey,
0: thank you for joining this us.
1: This time we had video. I didn't screw up.
0: Oh, God, we did?
1: Yeah. Did I pick my nose yeah. during
0: any of this? I didn't <laughs> no, pick my you, nose were you were okay. good. You were good. Because usually I do when we're <laughs> off camera. You know. I just The hard part in a studio is in which crook of the foam do you put the booger? Oh, gosh. Because you run out of little crooks. And, you know, you so got so if you have any
1: topics stuff. you'd like us to discuss or comments, please email us info at voiceover.guru. I'm cutting JJ off because I do not want to hear about what's going into your studio foam. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, hang on a minute.
1: And we will see you guys at a workout, hopefully. Join us for one of our Wednesday night workouts. We have a great time. Wear your
0: gym suit and bring some water.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: And be prepared for some reps.
1: And be prepared to let go and just have some fun.
0: Let go. go. That's the hugest thing we talk about during every one of those is letting go. Yeah,
1: that's our big advice.
0: Yep, yep. Me, I don't let go. I'm very, very uptight and tense, as you can tell. Right, don't...
1: so don't take JJ's advice. Right, like, right. Just, just, just be does. very serious just... like me all the time. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right. Everyone... Dive, dive. Oh, I thought that was a Have a, a summary. good rest
1: of your day, night, weekend, hey, whatever suits you. thank you.
0: You know, I wanted to work weekends. What? Well, I was a candle maker. Anyway, all right then.
1: Thank you for joining us, the voiceover. Thank you for joining us. See you soon. Bye bye. Hopefully,
0: if she hits record.